When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
So obviously this isn't OBI. This is three and out. So welcome to three and out, not OBI. So welcome to three and out. Usually, uh, Kevin and I do three we, and out. We had to, we had to hijack their stream to go. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So instead of uh, John Anthony got us, we're going to do this, you know, once, twice a month, something like that. We'll figure it out. Uh, join us. But basically, yeah, this is three and out with Kevin and Jason. I'm Jason. That's Kevin. We are brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation Cincinnati Bengals site. We are on the Orange and Black Insider, obviously, coming to you live. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Join Kevin and I, ask questions, comments, whatever. Have a conversation with us. We're talking about the Browns. No, sorry. No, no we're not. We're not talking about the Browns at all. Talking about the Bills game a little bit. And we're talking yep. about the Texans game. Texans game coming up. A big one. Another big one. Against kind of an opponent that I think we overlooked maybe before the season started. You know, I think everybody did. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure, everybody did. But uh, I, uh, I'm on the record with. We'll get. We'll get. I know we're doing bills first. Yeah. I'm on the record with saying I thought C.J. Stroud had a much higher ceiling and would be a better player than Bryce Young. Um, man, he hit the ground running, didn't he? Yes, he did. He I did. did not expect all this. I thought we're going to yeah. develop. We're going to get there two, three years from yeah. now. He's going to be a top fifteen quarterback. So I agree. That I thought it was a higher. I thought it was a higher ceiling, like you did. Possibly a lower floor, but like a developmental yeah. guy. I thought. That's what I'm saying. I thought, yeah. I thought Bryce Young would come in and play much better to start than Stroud, and that hasn't been the case at no. all. It's been been pretty crazy. So, yes. but anyway, so we're gonna go back though talk about the game last week the Bengals came into Sunday night football having never won a Sunday night football game or no no sorry they have but it's it had been years yeah like years I saw something that like the last Sunday night football game that they won Pat Summerall was calling the game which is crazy because he hasn't done that in a long time no he has not <laughs> so they have not they had not won a Sunday night football game in a long time they're the home team. They're kind of favorites. You know, I think they're like two and a half point favorites, but you get three points for home field. Right. So the Vegas kind of considered like these two teams are even, you know, um, a lot could have gone wrong, you know, sure. Could have. Yeah. Buffalo came into the game with like the second most sacks their defense did the second or third most sacks, you know, uh, Josh Allen doesn't get sacked very often. You know, nope. they, they, they were moving the ball down the field. It kind of depended on what Bill's team showed up and which ones didn't. Because some Bill's team, some games, they played lights out. They played great. And then if they showed up and played great, you know, they could win. But it all depended on what the Bengals were going to do. And the Bengals did what they did against the Niners. They've just continued dominance. Because what they did to Buffalo was, again pretty much a dominant performance it was closer yep. than the score the score they won by six it was sorry it was not as close to the score they won by six it was not a close game the Bengals dominated that game from the beginning of the, of the game to the end and they left points on the field again yeah well you mentioned depends on what bills team showed up yeah. um i just want to clarify my position on this i think the bills came to play i think the good bills team showed up yeah. I just don't think it overly mattered. Um, this team, when it plays like this, is not only capable of defeating any team in the NFL, but should be expected to defeat almost any team in the NFL. The Bills are a good team. I think they've taken a step back. 
I think Josh Allen's hero ball is becoming more and more obviously a problem. And I think none of that has to do with why we won. We won because this team playing like this is damn near unbeatable. Um, We're going to go and talk about the Texans game, and I'm not going to just say, oh, it's a wash. But you know what I mean? The dice are always going to be heavily weighted in our favor. Um, Final comment on everything you said is just that you mentioned we haven't won a Sunday night football game in however long. That's that matters to some teams. This team, it doesn't matter. No, I no, truly no. do believe it's not a front. When Burrow says like he doesn't feel that pressure, I don't right. think it's there. I don't think he feels any additional pressure game to game based on how many wins, how many losses, is it prime time, opponent. I really don't at this point. I don't think it's like a front. I don't think he's just playing it cool. I think he's a bit of a machine, a bit of a psychopath, and he just doesn't rattle. I could buy that. I could. I could buy that. Um, so the Bengals came in first drive of the game. I saw something too after the game that said that um, they're the first team in however many long, something really long, yeah. that has scored on the opening on drives three games in a row. You know what I mean? I don't. I think it kind of alluded to it's never been done four games in a row, which would be pretty cool to see them do that. Uh, but they they yeah. looked really good. They so they came out lightning quick, went down the field, scored. Came out again, lightning quick, went down the field, scored. Then defense started getting some stops, um, and the offense kind of lulled a little bit. But they did just like they did against the Niners. They lulled. Then they came right out, they fired. They got they they took off to such a huge lead. The yeah. issue that the Bengals had was that they had a couple opportunities to really just drop the hammer on Buffalo and they couldn't get it done. You know what I mean? There was a Jamar chase route where he was, he had a five yard lead and Burrow just underthrew it a little bit to him. This is the, the play where, where chase landed on his back. You know what I mean? Yes. Nine times 10, that's probably a touchdown. You know what I mean? Where Burrow sees it before he did and throws it early enough. Either way, either way. The fact is, is they won by six, but probably should have won by two touchdowns. I think they could have. I just yeah. think this thing we see over and over again with the Bengals team, once they get a high enough lead, they spend more effort protecting that lead than blowing right. it. And that's right. what it is. People will say, oh, it was a close game. Oh, the Bengals slowed down. They fell off in that second half. That's almost never true when the Bengals are see, playing like this. They're I don't just... want them to slow down. No, I don't oh, either. Yeah. We all want the dagger, right? We all want yeah, to I don't want, I don't, I... a dagger into the heart of right. Buffalo. Don't but... take your foot off the gas. Just play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just play. But it's just, it's what they do. Well, I mean, you yeah. like it or not, it, it just is the team that it is. Um, and so the score, like a score in a game like this, same with the Niners, it's not really that reflective no. um, of what the team could have done if right. they if they needed to, if they wanted to. So a few other things too that, that I noticed. One is I, I don't think that it's unfair to say that Josh Allen is Brett Favre. There's no questioning to me. And now Brett Favre, obviously, I mean, there's no point. He crapped all over his reputation and whatever. But as a player, Brett Favre was one of the most exciting quarterbacks in the NFL. Everybody who didn't have him, like all the fans of these other teams who didn't have Brett Favre, unless you had another superstar, was like, oh, we want Brett Favre. You know what I mean? Yeah. He has the ability to win you a game with his arm and creativity and the crazy stuff he can do. And he also has the ability to throw it away because he plays hero ball the way Brett Favre did. 
just throws into double, but he's got the arm to do it. And he'll do it sometimes, and sometimes he doesn't. That's who he is. And that doesn't take anything away from him because Brett Favre's in the Hall of Fame for a reason. You know what I'm sure. saying? Josh hey, Allen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Josh Allen has potential to be that guy, has potential to win a Super Bowl with that team. Brett Favre won a Super Bowl. There's I no think reason. Josh Allen is 100% a Hall of Famer <laughs> unless somehow yeah. it all falls apart today. Right. Like, that, but you're right. That is, I, I've pitched this to you before just kind of as a thought exercise. If Josh Allen is an incredible regular season quarterback and a bad playoff quarterback, mm. not, not because he plays differently in the playoffs, but because that type of hero ball will win you two games for every game it loses you, which right. at the end of the season ends with a great record. You look so right. good. Playoffs, win two, lose one. That's it. Well, right. That's that's the problem. Matter. That's the problem. Yeah, winning two, losing one just means you lose. You have the Donovan McNabb curse. Yep. You're always in the AFC or the NFC Championship game. You never, never get to God, I hope that's not us. I don't think it will be. I don't, I don't either, think it will but it just, I, don't, I, I, I agree with you. I think that, that Joe Burrow has a thing that most other, even the great ones, that a lot of them don't have. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that he's the most talented. I think you and I would both agree to say Patrick Mahomes is a more talented quarterback than, than Joe Burrow. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes can do things physically that I've never seen anyone do. It's amazing to see Patrick Mahomes do those things he can do. Yeah. But I, hate so. I don't know if there's anyone else. It. What? I'm not gonna say that. I'm just not say what? Okay. I'm say that Patrick Mahomes is better than Joe Burrow. I'm not I'm saying not gonna argue because you're probably correct. Mentally, I just, I just mentally, I don't know if anyone has it the way Burrow has it. Mentally. No, they don't. That's what I'm saying. The other thing I learned a very tough lesson when it comes to betting on uh, Sunday. So I did a five way parlay, and I needed AJ Brown to score. I needed uh, score touchdown. I needed Josh Jacobs to score touchdown. And then in the Bengals game, Josh Allen to score a rushing touchdown, Joe Mixon to score a touchdown, and Jamar Chase. Yeah. So in the four o'clock games, I got in the four o'clock games, I got my AJ Brown, I got my Josh Jacobs. Right? I just put ten dollars on this bet, and it was like four hundred ten dollar payoff. They offered me like forty bucks. It's like, nah, I'll wait. You know. And then the big one, Josh Allen scoring a rushing touchdown. That's what I needed. I figured he'd throw one, but I needed him to score that. So they offered me like 70. It's like, no, I'll get more. And then Mixon scored. I just need Chase. Yeah. This is like in the first quarter, Mixon scored. Sure. And I got offered $140 yeah. on a $10 bet. And I said, no. And by halftime, gone. We're not going to settle with you now, chump. Yeah. Yeah. They knew it was up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was our Chase. Take, take that fall. Yeah. Now I know, like, when I. When I get the opportunity, when you know, when they offer me, when what is it, fourteen times what I bet, settle, <laughs> settle, take your chips and walk out of the casino. Um. So the Browns game, not the Browns. I keep Browns. doing that. The Bills. Sorry. Yeah. Bills game. Bengals dominate from beginning to yes. end. Okay. Uh, you you're felt, starting. That's the last thing you felt it too. Like I, I've heard other people say it. After the first back and forth, even though the Bills scored on that other drive, did it yeah. instantly oh, yeah. feel like, oh, no, 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 yeah. no. They're just not playing at our level. Yep. This will even out very quickly right. the way it's Especially when the Bengals scored again on the next drive, just yeah. walking right down the field. I was like, no, it's it looked different. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to be able to do it. And then I think it was cemented in my mind the game's over. 
as soon as the Bengals stopped them on the next next year. I think it was a three and out. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. it was. It's over. Game over right now. Um, but they dominated from beginning to end, right? And so they started one and three. Now they're five and three. Yeah. They've won four in a row. Incredible turnaround. Same story as last year. Unfortunately, everyone else in the division is still is still winning. Now we still have four games in the division. It's going to cannibalize itself in the last half of the year. So you not believe, is this? I, I do. I don't know. Has it ever happened? I know where it's all up in the air still. You know yeah. where the entire AFC North is in the playoffs right now? Yes, I know. It's crazy. That is insane. I know. You can never talk to me again about what is the hardest division I know. in the NFL. Like ten years from now, everything will be different. Today, yep. the last couple years, even the AFC North, in, yeah. day in day out is consistently the 100% in the NFL. You cannot 100%. Oh, I know. I totally agree. Everyone should know that by now. But what I'm trying to say is that it's the division is so good, but it's going to cannibalize itself. You know what I mean? Like all all four teams won't be in the playoffs at the, <laughs> at the end because sure. it's just going to just the the nature of if the Bengals win out, they'll be 14 and 3. They'll get the number one seed, whatever. But they got to play Baltimore again. They got to play the Steelers twice. They got to play the play the Browns again, and then the Browns got to play Baltimore twice. Whatever, you know what I mean? And I think the Browns and Baltimore may play this weekend. Either way, it's gonna the division's gonna cannibalize itself. So not everyone's gonna make it, but getting through the division's gonna be tough. It's the same thing they did last year. It's kind of the same story. It's exciting. They're on this big run. And you have this string of games where you look at it and you say, oh, we got this really tough schedule. We have the Seahawks and then the Niners on the West Coast. We come back. We got the Bills. And then we got – game for the Bills. Yeah, and then we got Houston Texans, whatever. And then we got the Ravens on Thursday night. And everyone just kind of forgets about this Texans game. In mm-hmm. the meantime, C.J. Stroud looks like offensive rookie of the year. I right? think it's a gimme almost. Yeah, I mean, he right? had four touchdowns last week. Five. Five touch. Yeah, five touchdowns, 400-something yards. Yeah. Right? The team is not supposed to be good. They're <laughs> not supposed to be good. They were supposed to come in and be one of the worst teams. It was always – it was going to be them and Tampa Bay or someone else. You know, someone else is – those are going to be the teams that are fighting for the number one overall pick. And Houston's looking like they could possibly – that's a weak division. They're looking like they could possibly – fight for a wild card spot yeah i don't think they're gonna i don't think they're gonna get through and beat the jaguars to win the division but the jaguars can't no one can take houston and not take them seriously sure so the fear is as the Bengals come out of this game that's an emotional game you know with the whole damari hamlin stuff it was closer than it should have been at the end um score wise and then they see, they look ahead and they say, well, we got Houston Texans, whatever. We're on a four-game win streak. We're going to be great. Not a big deal. But then we got a short week, short rest time. And then we have a division game, which is huge because you've already lost one to the to the Ravens. You don't want to lose yes. another one. You know what I mean? If you want to win the division, be the first team in the history of the AFC North to win it three years in a row, then you're going to have to win that game. It's a must-win game. But so is Houston. It is. Must-win yeah. game. All the games from here on out are must-win. If you want the number one overall seed must win game because you've lost three already. So, well, and also that that's a 
I'm all about hyping this team up, and I do think the number one, the one seed is still in play. It's too early yeah. for it not to be. But if we're being more practical, then where the Ravens are, where the Bengals are, we need to get to the playoffs. That worth that levels the playing field. Getting to the playoffs is more important than what seed you are. So right. take the easy wins because the Ravens are going to be very, very difficult. Take this team, take take a team like the Texans, take them seriously, go in, handle your business, get out. Right. Because the overall record matters more to me than the division record. You see what I'm saying? It like does. right now, we're like the seven seed. Right. Let's get the numbers up. Let's get the numbers up before we start worrying about taking the division, before we start worrying about how we're dealing with the Ravens, before we start worrying about the one seed. Let's get let's get to the six seed. Let's get to the five seed. Then we'll figure it out. And that's just being a little more practical. Get what you're saying. The one seed is still in play. I'm not saying it's not. It's just right. that like we had a bad start. Now we're rolling. I just want to get good, a reasonable standing in the playoffs, and then the. Your records don't matter no more. The moment you're in the playoffs, nothing matters. Well, anymore. no, I know. I know. Yeah. So I mean, that's, I'm just saying, thinking, like, that's why the Texans game matters right. to me is because I don't think right now we're competing to win the division. I think five, six games from now, uh, maybe not that long, three, four games from now, we might be back in that conversation. Yeah. Um, I, right I now, I don't think that's what we're doing. I agree with you. I just like the idea a home playoff game is just so much easier. You know, and I understand if the Bengals. So that's that's really weird. You like the idea of being the single best team in the AFC? That's weird. That's a hot take. Well, shut up. No, all I'm trying to say (laughs) is home playoff games are nice. I'd I'd like to see that. I want. I just want to say. I want. I want this. I want the road to the AFC to not go through Kansas City. That's what I want. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, they're they're so good. You know what I mean? Unfortunately. I was talking to a buddy of mine that was talking, and this was like an interesting take that he had. There's no question in my mind, is there any question in your mind that Ben Roethlisberger is going to be in the Hall of Fame? None. No, right. Because he, he is. He's great. Yeah. Great, great, great. So this guy is a Steelers fan. I work with him, right? He said that... This is the guy you texted... Uh, that you showed me the other day that you said, you better hope it's Matt Canada because can yeah. it look awful or something like that? Yeah. He got real yeah, mad, he got mad because yeah, the he funny got mad. man. I know, I know. He apologized. Either way, listen, here's the thing. <laughs> he said that the reason he hates Tom Brady isn't because Tom Brady's like, oh, oh he's, you know, not the, re- not the same reason that you hate Tom Brady or a lot of other people hate Tom Brady where he always wins, we're sick of Tom Brady, whatever. It was because Ben Roethlisberger only won one Super Bowl. Right? Two. Yeah. One, two. One. Either way, whatever. The Steelers constantly went into the playoffs, right? And were beaten by New England by Tom Brady. So he hated Tom Brady. And he said, I'll feel bad for you if that's Patrick Mahomes to Joe Burrow. Sure. Is if you hate him. But, but. History is on our side here. History is on our side. So we do have a couple comments. Want to address here? Um, concerned about Higgins hurting hamstring in practice, plus Chase up in the air this week. It's very true. So uh, there's a very real scenario where our starting wide receivers are Tyler Boyd, 
Uh, Yoshivas. Yoshivas and who else? Uh, Erwin. Yeah. I don't think that'll happen. I think I think Higgins is going to be fine. Um, Do you? I mean, a late injury like this, we don't even know when it got when it happened. Yeah, Did it happen in practice? I don't know. Chase I, is the one that worried I, me up until practice. I Chase think we're going to see Chase. I think okay. we're going to see Chase. I don't know if he'll be. He might be on a snap count. He may yeah. just be there mostly for diversion because even an injured Chase is going to pull coverage. Um, but I am more concerned about T. Higgins at this point. Getting a hamstring. Lord's hamstring on an injury report on Wednesday when we knew nothing about it. Yeah. That that is upsetting to me. That it makes is. me think worse. For sure. Not like it the worst sure. long term, but the worst, like I don't know. I don't know about this game. I just yeah, don't know. I know. I know. Uh do you even risk it? It's the Texans. If if T's like 50-50, oh maybe he can he can go, but we're just not certain. You gonna put T out there, bad hamstring? I don't know. I don't, considering considering the Ravens game is right. four days later. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Uh, so I did want to show, speaking of injury reports, though, I did, and I'm just going to put this on the screen just uh, here for a second. Which, oh, you're yeah. talking about the Texans injury report? Yeah, the Texans, yeah, because I think it has to be, and I know, like, if you're watching this on YouTube or whatever, you, you just have to see it, because it's pretty, uh, it's pretty incredible. I don't know if I've ever seen a, um, I don't think I've ever seen a injury report look like this before. <laughs> It looks like a right. full page. Like if you print it yeah. out and take out the whole eight by eleven, yeah. like so here we go. So did not participate. Okay, Will Anderson Jr. Their first round edge rusher, Andrew Beck, Blake Cashman. Uh, I'm not even going to try that. Fairbairn, Jake Hansen. Uh, oh, most of these guys I don't even know. Damian Pierce, talented running back. Laramie Tunzel. It's a big deal. That one is you know. Uh, Robert Woods, wide receiver, and then Plants who were on a snap count. You know that they were limited. Nico Collins. A lot of these guys, big time yeah. players, and then these guys were full. I don't know the story on most of these. I don't know if these guys are going to be available, but this is wild. This thing I've never seen an injury, and this was like this. You know what this looks like to me? This looks like the practice report for the team that got the first round by, and this is their Wednesday practice on their bye week. Sure, that's what this looks like because this is wild. I mean, yes. this is week what are we in week 10 so it's pretty uh pretty pretty crazy but um yeah so they're pretty uh they're pretty beat up too they're pretty beat up too so um uh, yeah i see a couple comments big ben won too He's yeah like, i did he forgot the one I, he won the one when he was really young uh and then i guess maybe his rookie year i don't know i don't know either way so a lot going on uh what we alluded to basically is this this Texans game has the making of a big trap game. And you don't really use that very much in the NFL because they're professionals, you know, trap games yeah. kind of like a uh, I still think trap games are no, I know, a real and, thing and they now. do. They do. But like trap games are real college thing where it's like, oh, you sure. Ohio State has Michigan, you know, the week after Thanksgiving or the, the weekend of Thanksgiving, but the week before they have Minnesota at Minnesota. That's a trap game. You know what I mean? Sure. But this 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 has potential to be a trap game. They should win. On paper, they're better on offense, defense, special teams. Everything. Yeah, they should that's win. The thing, right? We are better in every right. phase of the game. Right. Are you buying the Texans? Let's be honest. Like, I get CJ Stroud. I'm yeah. I am not gonna argue CJ Stroud. He looks like the real deal. I watched his I uh pulled up the game from this last weekend. Who 
He looks good. He looks really, really good. We are not the Buccaneers. You know what I mean? We Baker uh, Joe Burrow is not Baker Mayfield. There is a lot of hype with these Texans fans. They think they are on the road to victory. Yes. Do you see them having more than nine wins this season? No. No, I think it would no. it could be less, right? It really I see could. them. I see them fighting with the last team for the number seven spot. Still having a really successful year. Really having a very successful. I don't, year. I don't think they. I don't think they would be fighting. I think by the time it. No, happens, no, no. I mean, with like a be... at the most ten wins, at the most. That's very high end. So, very very high end. I think is the most they could see is ten wins, and that puts them in maybe number seven. Considering the Le- AFC, Lavar Hollis points out uh, after the last CJ Stroud game, um, yeah. this ain't a trap game. I, I agree. I agree that yeah. that put. Well, that's the thing that is put, that put the Texans on everyone's radar. Oh, I know. Um, I know. Yeah, you can't throw five touchdowns like we all are. The comment section is, and also, yeah. I mean, just casuals. My mom called me up. And she's like, "Who's CJ Stroud?" Yeah, and I ended up having to explain to her, like, I don't know, just who he was as so, a player. Before um, C.J. Stroud and Justin Fields, what's the last Ohio State quarterback you remember being good in the NFL? Because I can't be good. I I don't have. That. I don't know. I don't know. Joe Burrow said today said that he went to I school at Ohio count. State, but he played football at LSU. Like I mean, he was I just being diplomatic, but he made it yeah. clear how he felt. Yeah, you, yeah. You didn't I like play me. You don't get to claim me. Right. But uh, right. but all the best. I went to school. I went to school there, but I like. But I I played football at LSU. I like that. Uh, that's that's one of those things that like. LSU, like someone in the LSU locker room is going to have like framed that that quote. I went to football at Ohio State, but I played football at LSU. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Just like yeah. a cool quote. Cool quote. I like it. So, so big AFC game. Possible makings of a trap game. Bengals at home against Houston Texans. Kevin, prediction time. Right? Ah. Uh. I'm just I I tend to agree with the last comment that this is no longer a trap game. This okay. is something they're going to prepare for just like they would any reasonable opponent. And they should. CJ Stroud is still relatively unknown, but he's expected to only rise, right? He's not gonna get worse. He ain't right. he ain't buckling under the pressure. He looks good. So they're gonna treat him the way you should treat a rookie quarterback. And what I mean by that is Luana Rumo is going to give him a welcome to the NFL moment. He is going to disguise coverages. He's going to blitz the hell out of him. It is going to be exciting to watch. And I think we're going to overwhelm him. A year from now, we have we can play this game again. I think CJ Stroud to be up to the task at least a little bit better. But as of right now, he can't handle this defense. I so, think it be... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I think it's going to be... Twenty-eight to seventeen. Twenty-eight seventeen. Okay. I think it's gonna be yeah. a real blowout. I really do. Okay. Um they're just not on our level on any side of the ball. Um, even if Chase isn't there, if Chase isn't there, if Ante isn't there, this equation changes. I still think we end up winning. I really, really do. Our backups are good, and Joe Burrow makes everyone look good. How many and I'm not saying that Joe Burrow is Tom Brady. I'm not saying that. I'm just asking how many times did you watch Tom Brady win a game with no wide receivers? 
right. just by game management. Yes. Just we're going to run the ball and I'm going to dink and dunk and take what the defense gives me. And it's great defense. And who's yes. playing great ball right now? Cincinnati Bengals defense. Yes, they are. Great. Yes, they are. So I agree with you. I think the Bengals win. I don't know how high scoring of a game. If they could win and rest Chase and Higgins, that would be incredible. So you have this situation. If you could like somehow win with Boyd and Yosivash and Irwin, and I think it's – I don't think Charlie Jones is able to play yet. I think He was week, a full go in practice today. Right, but I don't think he's eligible to play. Oh, no, he is. He is. He is. Okay. Well, maybe – Maybe there you yeah. go. Yeah, uh, he spent five weeks on IR, um, and he is okay. eligible. So there and you he go. Was a full game practice. Full. I still don't think we'll see him get more. Than I don't think so either. Snap. If you're trying to replace those two big guys, it's Yoshi right. and Irwin. I mean, those right. that's where you go with this. Right. And the offense, I think they can game plan with Joe Burrow at the helm. I think they can game, especially the way they use tight ends. Yeah. They wrapped up Drew Sample, um, uh, uh, Drew, Drew Sample of all people. Uh, Drew Sample, Irv Drew Smith Sample. Jr. I know. Drew Sample is low-key, but looking like not yeah. bad. I know. <laughs> they took, they wrapped up Drew Sample and Irv Smith Jr. and Tanner Hudson, and they like turned them into like this Hydra, like a three-headed dragon tight end that has the strengths of Tanner Hudson as like maybe a downfield passer, you know, just a guy who knows how to get open. Maybe the, the strength of the speed of, of – of, uh, Irv Smith Jr. and the blocking ability of Drew Sample. So it's like I a saw somebody call it a they kaiju were or something. It, I saw somebody call it Gronk by committee. Yeah, there you go. Gronk by committee. <laughs> so yeah, it's basically that. You know what I mean? But Drew Sample, when was I I will never see it again. Drew Sample catching the pass in the flat in the flats, making two men miss. On yeah. drive, I had to look it up because uh I was watching the family and they were like, Oh, I've never seen Drew Sample catch touchdown. I was like Certainly he has, right? I couldn't remember it. Uh, like three years he ago, he got one. So this is the second okay. touchdown. The second touchdown yeah. of his career. He is a second-round pick. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was there for it. It, <laughs> it was It was upsetting to us all. Yeah. Every, everyone, so, oh, with the pick, they picked Drew Sample. We all went, what? Why? But just the fact, though, that they were able to use – so the tight end position, we were all, you know, oh, it's the trade deadline. you got to go get a tight end. You know, get – whatever they didn't do anything they brought up hudson which was great because hudson had a good game but the way they used all three of them mm-hmm. in a way that it was like clearly obvious that um super obvious the defense was not ready for that was not ready for them to use tight ends the way they did you know what i mean no. they they did the bills did everything they could to take chase away which was evident i didn't score didn't do a lot no Higgins looks he like has he's a lot back. Just by being out there, man. Yeah, Higgins looks like he's back. He looked really good. The best he's looked at so far this season. But the way that the way that they're using their tight ends, they could be really exciting if they could possibly win this game and let Chase and Higgins rest. I think I think it's possible. I do think it's. I I think our backups are good enough that if the tight end room also plays well, yeah. Uh, It'd be a much closer game. It'd be a one-score yeah. game. Not like I was talking about a blowout. I think it's still well within our reach. Right. I really do think Lou Anaruma is going to give Stroud all he can handle. That's the thing. Um, 
That's the thing. Can CJ Stroud handle Lou Anarumo sending his Ludini crap his way? I don't think so. Most seasoned quarterbacks can't handle that. No. I want to point out because I did kind of want to go into this. Uh, yeah. LeVar Hollis has another comment here just saying he doesn't believe in Irv Smith yet. I don't believe in the whole tight end room yet. Um, I do think that what we saw was very, very good. And yeah. if they can continue to run with this, give it a couple games, then we can start talking about this three headed monster. We're all right. jumping the gun a little bit. There is absolutely an element of the Bills game plan this entire game. Looked at our tight end room and went, yeah, we're not even thinking about that. And they just moved on to bigger and better things. Right. Now, give me a couple back-to-back games where we get some decent yards from this tight end room. We They look good. Then we can start talking about the three-headed monster. Right. As of right now, Tanner Hudson is the only guy I have any faith in for real. And I don't believe in the three-headed monster thing until it's proven to me in more than one game where I am absolutely certain they barely looked at the tight ends while game planning for us. Right. I, I'm i just excited the possibility that of, of what we saw, the possibility of, of what could be. Oh, sure. No, you know no, I mean? no. I'm just, I'm just so, being a little more realistic here. But right. what we saw in that game was great, was absolutely great. And if we could just continue that level, we don't need anything bigger that level and suddenly this offense is complete i no, i totally agree with that all right so back to prediction time i think it's gonna be a lower scoring game okay i think it's gonna be a lower scoring game uh based on chase and higgins being banged up i think it's gonna be just cj stroud coming back to earth because lou anaruma is gonna grab him and pull him down um so i say 24 to I'm gonna say 24 to 13. Okay. Texans score one touchdown, two field goals, Bengals score three touchdowns and a field goal. I think I I had Stroud at two at two touchdowns. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it is a bold take to suggest he goes from a five T D game to a one T D game. Hey man. I think you could be right. I'm not one Lou Anarumo. It's true. It's only one. Um, what else you got, man? That's it. That's it. Yep. Yep. So, again, we usually record on Wednesday night, and we the show goes up Thursday morning. It's just a pre-recorded show. Tonight, we decided we'd go live on OBI. You know, you I mean, the show always posts on OBI and the YouTube channel in the morning. Thought we'd go live, talk to a couple people. Uh, you know, we appreciate the comments. Um, twenty-seven ten Bengals. I like it from fatal content. Yep. Um, we appreciate the comments. We appreciate the interaction. I think based on this, we'll do this again. Maybe not every week, but we'll do it again. You know. Um, but yeah, this was fun. So thank you very much for participating with us. Um, again, so that's Kevin. I'm Jason. If you haven't watched before, uh, we are uh from three and out with Jason and Kevin. We are always on Thursday mornings on the orange and black cider uh orange and black insider uh subscribe follow there's new content every single day so like i said we're usually on thursday mornings we're coming at you live wednesday night um so check us out follow us follow the channel come back if this is the first time you hear come back because there's going to be new stuff tomorrow new stuff friday and so on and so forth um I'm excited for Sunday. I have faith that the Bengals are going to take care of business. I always thought the mark of a good team, like good, good teams, 
okay teams. They, you know, they'll win one or two tough games that they shouldn't have won, but then they'll drop a couple games they should never have lost. You know what I mean? Those are like the mediocre teams that may fight for a playoff spot. That's who I see the Browns and the Steelers as. You know, they'll win a couple games they shouldn't win, but they're probably going to lose one or two they shouldn't lose either. The Bengals are a great team. Yes, sir. The mark of a great team, great teams don't lose to bad teams. And I'm not saying the Texans are a bad team, but they are not on the same level. They're not. They're not ready yet. They might be in the next couple of years. If C.J. Stroud continues on this path, they might be. But not yet on Sunday. Not yet on Sunday. They're not ready for Lou. And this is Lou's probably, would you say this is last year? I don't Bengals know, defense. man. No one wants a defensive-minded head coach. I know. Does not I know they don't. Any prestigious coaching tree. It's it should be a mark in his favor that he basically dug himself up from the dirt and became I know. what he is based off of no one's recommendations. He should have but been the a head truth coach is, two it's years a, ago. It's a boys' club, and it's who you know. And no one wants a defensive coach. I'm letting myself believe that Lou is going to be our DC for the next two, three years at least. Oh, I'm letting man. myself believe it. Make me so I know. Happy. I mean, that would be so stupid. good. They should absolutely I know snipe him. Someone should. I know they should. I mean, I they should they offer should. him anything he wants. Right. Uh, but I kind of don't. I think he might be around for a bit. Yeah, I have um, no idea what's going to happen with that. Yeah. But no, but um, I'm excited. I'm excited for a defensive showcase game. I think that's what yeah. we're going to see. And then the, we'll come the, back. Go ahead. My final thought on this, just real quick. I, of course, I want Chase and T to be full go. Yeah. If one of them is out, are you excited to see Yoshi take significant snaps? Are you excited I to am. see what he yeah. can just because we're all we're all getting a little high on him. You know what right. I mean? And I think he's got a pretty good ceiling. I'm not saying otherwise, but we've only seen him have a um right. We've only seen him have just a very limited role. Uh I would like to see what he does with like some significant game time under his belt. He's Let's been see what really, he does. Let's see what he can handle. He's been kind of like a, a red zone guy, like a red zone yeah. threat, which is which is great. I mean, that's what he's he's got a rookie, he's been a great scramble drill. Right. But can you – I kind of want to see what he can do between the 20s. Right. I want to see what right. kind of speed he really has. You know what That's I mean? That's saying, right? Everyone said that he's he's the uh, – everyone says that he's this great athlete, and I, I believe it. I do. But I want to see what kind of speed Yoshi really has. That's what I want to yep. see. I want to see that – that uh, I want to see that, that you know, what is it? Decathlon? De- 10, whatever, decathlon. I think that's what he was, a decathlete speed. That's what I want to see. Yep. So – yeah. Um, uh, Hollis mentioned yeah, Charlie's back this week too. We keep I was saying we're done, and then we keep. Talking. I know, but we. So. Keep uh, I'd be surprised if we saw significant snaps. I'd like to see what he can do too. Um, yeah. but I would yeah. be surprised. Um, but yeah, that's the one upside. The yeah. one upside of all this, if we if the big three all can't start yeah. or they're all limited to some degree, is I will be really, really excited to see Yoshi get some. Sure. And that's it. Now I'm done. If they, this is the last thing I have to say. If they say, "Hey, there's a fifty-fifty shot that one of these two guys gets injured and is going to be out for a stretch," then sit them, sit them, because no matter yeah. what way you look at it, the Baltimore game's more important. Yes, Save them. A season's yeah. more important. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then one game. All right. Thank you very much for watching, everyone. Thank you very much for commenting. We'll be back. We'll do this again. Uh, but you'll probably see us uh, recorded show usual time Thursday morning next week again. We're from three and out. Check us out. Who day? Have a good night, guys. Who day?